your source for awesome things to do and see in the great state of Oklahoma, along with helpful real estate news, tips, and information. Now, let's join our host, Realtor with EXP Realty and wannabe cowboy, Tim Dumas. Welcome to the Oklahoma Living and Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Tim Dumas with EXP Realty here in Oklahoma. Today, I want to share with you some information on how to find the best deal for homeowners insurance and talk about some things to do this weekend. But before we get to that, I want to share with you an interview I had with Joseph McCulley. He's a great guy, a home inspector. He owns A1 Inspections. And in the interview, he shares a lot of valuable information for homeowners and potential home buyers. So let's go to that interview right now. So my special guest now that I want to welcome is Joe McCulley. He is the owner of A1 Inspections. Joe, thanks for joining us for the show today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Before we get into the inspections, tell tell a little bit about yourself, please. Well, um, I, I'm now in my 60s, so uh, home inspection was kind of a second career kind of thing for me. Uh, after high school, I wound up joining the Air Force. I uh, worked on F-16 uh, jet aircraft in the Air, Air Force and wound up staying in long enough to retire. And then after I I got out of the Air Force. I did a few different things, and and eventually I thought, you know, uh, home inspection sounds really good. So uh, I kind of made that a career about 13 years ago. So, well, let me go ahead and ask you, what's it take to become a home inspector? Uh, well, in Oklahoma, and uh, so that's the only place I've ever been a home inspector at. Uh, you do have to have a class. You have to have a 90-hour class, and then you have to take. Uh, a national exam and pass that. Uh, and then you also have to, you know, uh, get insurance. And uh, like I started my LLC and with my own business name. And, uh, and then from there you, you get all that registered and through the con- what's called the construction industries board, and they will uh, issue you a license once you, you know, take your class, show proof of the class and, and get and proof of insurance and all that kind of thing. And so that's, that's, that lets you become legal, uh, I guess, to be officially a home inspector. Doesn't mean you're a good one yet, but, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, you, you're awarded your license. It's kind of like, uh, uh, well, you, you're a realtor. So, you know, you know, you can, you can take the class and you can pass the test and all that and you can get a license, but it doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're really proficient at everything at that point. So you right. probably want to work underneath somebody for a while. So that's kind of what I did. I, I wound up calling a couple of different uh, home inspectors and asking them if I could go out with them and kind of learn underneath them, even though I could officially do home inspections on my own as soon as I got my license, but I didn't feel comfortable that way. I wanted because I want to do a good job as a, as a Christian guy, I always want to try to do things right and things that would be honoring and glorifying to, to my Lord. So, um, anyway, I, I wanted to go out and learn some more before I started doing home inspections on my own, put it that way. Okay. Well, kind of on that same line, how does somebody who needs to find an inspector for a home that they're getting ready to purchase, how do they choose a good inspector? What, any advice for that? 
Yes. Well, uh, I always, uh, you know, recommend, especially as a Christian, that you, people pray about things, of course, and that's always a good place to start. Uh, you know, I would hope, hopefully, you know, if you're buying a house and all that, you've been maybe praying about that anyhow, and the Lord's leading you to a, a good house that meets your family's needs and your budget and all those kind of things. But from there, uh, one of the things I like to do uh, is ask around, ask other people if they know any good home inspectors. Now, most likely, uh, somebody that's buying a house is probably already working with a realtor. So that would be my, my number one person I would ask if I had a realtor that I was working with, I would ask them if they know any good home inspectors and maybe they could give me the name of two or three and uh, something like that, and then maybe choose one of them. Uh, so we get we get that a lot. seems like most of the people that choose us, they get uh, our name, our, our company info uh, from their realtor. And usually they will go like on my website and read things and see try to learn more about us before they decide which home inspector. Uh, we also get a lot of people who talk to their friends or their coworker, or their family members, things like that. Uh, I've kind of got a funny story if you got time for it, but uh, yes, please. I had a guy, <laughs> I had a guy call me and he said, uh, I was chatting with my boss and, and, uh, and I told him that I was, buying a house and he said you need to call joe mccauley with a1 inspections and he goes why is that he said because that guy is a pain in my backside <laughs> just to put it <laughs> bluntly you know <laughs> he said he said uh, uh we just sold a house recently and uh, joe and his team came in and did the inspection on our house for the new buyer that was buying our house and he said i'm having to fix all kinds of stuff at my house so he, he's been a real pain in my backside. So you want a good thorough inspector, call him. So that, <laughs> so the guy called, called us and scheduled a home inspection with us. So anyway, I've got I, numerous stories like that, you know, that I could probably tell you. But and we get a lot of uh, people um, that were like, hey, my my parents bought a house and you did the inspection for them and they said you did a great job. So now we want to use you or, uh, you know, a friend of mine uh, bought a house a few years ago and they, they said you did a really good job. So, so we get a lot of referrals, uh, honestly, okay. uh, that well, way through. Well, that speaks well of you. Friends, family, coworkers. Yes. Uh, to me, that's the biggest compliment I think we could ever have is Absolutely. that kind of thing. Uh, and I literally just got off the phone a few minutes ago with uh, someone that uh, called to set up an inspection, and they told me that uh, a few years ago we had inspected the house for them, and now they're buying another house. And they said the first person we thought of was you. So even though uh, they're working with a different realtor now than they were before and all that, but they still wanted to use us to do their home inspection again. So it's a repeat client for us. So, so that's, that's one way that, you know, I I would ask around, ask your realtor, like I said, ask your friends or your family, uh, coworkers, something like that, you know, somebody that you trust that has good judgment and everything, but, but referrals are, are a big, big part of it for us. Yeah. And I do want to mention that um, a buyer, their realtor can recommend 
an inspector, but it's truly up to the buyer who they choose for the inspection. Um, yes, yes, you know, yes. We we've we've had that many times. So and you know, everybody has their own little circle of influence, so to speak. You know, so you know, we we have people that uh, a realtor will call us and say, hey, uh, uh, we have. Uh, a buyer and it'll be a realtor that I've never even heard of before or don't know. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, but you had done an inspection for them before. And they told me they want to use you. So they wanted me to set that up with you. So they're setting up the inspection, uh, you know, what was convenient on their calendar and their day and time and all that. So, so we get a lot of that. And so again, to me, that's the biggest compliment I think we can have is, for somebody to refer us over to someone else or, you know, that, those kind of things like that. Yeah. Cause basically but you're even, saying I trust this then, person. Yes. I mean, I, yes. Yeah. And there's, you know, to me, that's a, a great compliment. Okay. You know, yes. if, 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 if I'm looking at buying a house and somebody says, Hey, call, call, call Mr. Dumas. He was my realtor. You know, Hey, that speaks highly to me that yeah. the, he has experience with you uh, and he knows that you did a good job. You took care of him. You helped things not fall through the crack and all that. So I'm going to be like, Oh, that's a good person to call. I'm going to call him. And you know, yeah. well, I take a chance on somebody else and unknown. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and truthfully, that's, that's, I mean, in most businesses, that's where you hope to get where you're getting a lot of, of your business from referrals. Cause like I said, it's, it's an honor and uh, it just, it really helps out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to it talk to you. Honor. And I, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that I, you know, and I take that as a, a serious thing. Um, uh, again, as a Christian, I, I try to live by the golden rule. Uh, for a long time, I didn't even know that the golden rule, so to speak, was actually a Bible verse, but it is. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's worded slightly different, but Matthew seven twelve says, therefore, whatsoever you you want men to do to you, do you also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. So basically, this is a summary of the things that are in the Bible. Treat others like you want to be treated, is basically what it says, Matthew right. 7, 12. And so, and so that's been my philosophy, you know, as I try to do a home inspection. I want to do a really good job. I want to inspect it like I was buying it myself. Sometimes I will say something to someone that I want to inspect this house as if it was my daughter buying it, you know, with her and her family or something like that. And so, you know, it doesn't mean we're not uh, perfect by any means, but we're going to, if we miss something, it's not for lack of trying. Let's put it that way. So we, we want to do a really good job for people. Well, and, let, uh, even, let's move into that. And would you talk about what a person should expect from an inspector and what they shouldn't? I know as realtors, we, we try to prepare a person for the inspection and, and what not to be overwhelmed yeah. or just to have right expectations. So could you talk a little bit about that? Right, right. Well, uh, no, we, we want to be really thorough. Now, you know, we are overseen by the, the state of Oklahoma. We're, we are licensed, and there's certain criteria that we're supposed to, to check. And if we don't check those things, we're supposed to annotate it and, and let people know. So, so we tend to be very thorough. Uh, my company, my guys that work for me, we all have the same mindset. We, again, we want to do a really good job for, but, but, the purpose of a home inspection is not necessarily to nitpick a house apart, <laughs> although 
it may feel that way, you know, when you're on the selling side, like, like that mm-hmm. guy that joking, he says, this guy's a pain in my backside, you yeah. know, <laughs> kind of a thing, you know, it, it feels like we come in and just nitpick a house apart, but our, our job is not so much to say, Hey, there's a little scratch or there's a, this over there, some minor kind of cosmetic type stuff going on. That's not really our big, big thing. We're trying to go in and make sure things are working as intended. That's the kind of catchphrase that uh, they like to say in the home inspection world. This works as intended. Mm-hmm. You know, is your air conditioner blowing out cold? It's, it's intended to blow out cold air, right? Is your mm-hmm. furnace blowing out hot air? Does your hot water tank make hot water? That's working as intended if it does those things. And then it's not, you know, it's not intended to leak, you know, your hot water tank. And so, so if it's not leaking and it's making hot water, even though it's maybe older or something like that, and that kind of gets into another aspect, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know when something might break in the future. Uh, home inspections are considered a snapshot in time, uh, so to speak. So basically we're telling you how things are today uh, while we're doing the inspection. Uh, you know, we, we don't have a, the crystal ball, like I mentioned, so we can't predict when something might fail in the future. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll put a warning in there that, hey, you know, your water heater's 20 years old. You know, yeah. that's kind of beyond the normal lifespan of a water heater, so it could fail at some point in the near future. But, but you know, it. We've all went in and you know pushed a button on the microwave, and all of a sudden it didn't work anymore. You know. If, Whereas yesterday it worked fine, you know, or earlier in the morning you heated up your coffee or something like that. And so things can just suddenly quit working. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one of the things, you know, we're looking at things, we're going to test things, we're going to be thorough, we're, we're running everything, we're trying to make things break if they're going to break while we're there. But, uh, but again, it's kind of a snapshot in time. We're looking to, to, tell you what how things are on the day of the inspection and you know we don't dismantle things uh, that's beyond the scope of a home inspection uh, you know we're not going to you know disassemble the furnace and you know look at the squirrel cage fan uh, motor and stuff like that but you know mm-hmm. we're going to turn the thermostat we're going to turn the thermostat on and Again, make sure it blows out hot air, blows out cold air to switch it from heat to AC and that kind of stuff. And we take temperature readings to make sure it's uh, doing adequately uh, both heat and cool. But again, we're not dismantling and looking on the inside and all that uh, kind of thing. So again, not looking for cosmetic type stuff. Um, uh, As far as... uh, expectations um, you might want to think about uh, a home inspection is also consi- they always say is a visible and accessible inspection in other words we have to be able to get to things and see things before we can really inspect them so there are some uh, I think it's just practical limitations that we all as far as I know all of us uh, have it in our contracts that that kind of say, hey, we can't see underneath a concrete slab, for example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if a, if, a, if a pipe is leaking or something underneath the concrete slab, we may not catch that. We're going to, we always try to do our best to look for issues like that, any kind of plumbing issues. So we're going to, 
we're going to be looking or have water running down all the drains typically for almost the whole time we're at an inspection. So, uh, you know, a couple of hours, sometimes an hour and a half or two hours of, of water, not just wide open, but water running down all the sinks and the tub and stuff like that, trying to make sure things don't gurgle and back up, no signs of any kind of leaking or anything like that. But, you know, we, we obviously can't see inside of a wall or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Although I do, I do own an infrared camera that I will use at times. And especially if I suspect that there's some damage or some moisture related issues or something like that, I'll shine my infrared camera on a wall and try to make sure it's not something leaking or something going on inside the wall like that. But, uh, so that's one of the expectations, uh, to me, is uh, realize that there are some limitations for any home inspector. We don't have a crystal ball. We can't, you know, guarantee you that this thing's going to work for another 10 or 15 years or something like that. You know, well, we're going to try to run it through the ringers and and uh, and make sure it's working at the time of the inspection at least. Yeah, um, and I'm looking at your website. We, you actually offer a, a lot of a, a services besides just the normal home inspection, and uh, you actually do. Um, we do. Um, sewer scope inspection you do duct cleaning and sanitizing and uh even driving yes. dryer vent cleaning so that's a lot right we do now those things are beyond the the licensing part of of a home inspection the home inspection licensing allows us to do uh residential homes mm -hmm. uh and that 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 means like a a single family home, a duplex, even a triplex, but anything four or more units is considered quote unquote commercial property. Mm -hmm. So we do, we do inspect commercial properties, but that's beyond the licensing aspect of a home inspector. Uh, and same thing with like the scoping of a sewer line. We always recommend, especially on these older homes, uh, you know, sometimes we'll go into a home that's a hundred years old or whatever, and it's probably a good idea to run a camera down that sewer line out to the main city sewer. Just try to make sure there's no tree roots or damage or anything like that that's happened. <laughs> and sometimes, especially in certain homes at a, at a certain time age, they, they may have the, the heat and air uh, ducts in the slab. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, sometimes when we're checking the temperature of the air that's blowing out, we'll see that there's a, some sand and things like that down in there. And, you know, if it raises kind of an alarm bell, so to speak, in our mind, we'll be like, ooh, uh, that's kind of excessive amount of debris and, and sand and stuff like that in the duck boot. And, uh, and so we do have cameras that we can run down through there, but that's, again, beyond the scope of a just normal home inspector. So it's like an additional service that right. for, for years, I would always just say, hey, you should have this scoped, you know, <clears throat> and then they would call another company and they would come out and, you know, get that all set up, come out and scope things. And I thought, well, this is kind of crazy. I can, I can buy a camera and I can scope it myself. So that's kind of what we did. And so I've been doing that for quite a few years now. Yeah. And, and I noticed like, uh, yeah. even like with a well, uh, water inspection, uh, it's, yeah. it seems cheaper to have you do it as an extra add on while you're out there than it is mm -hmm. to hire somebody else to come and do that separately. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're there. We're going to be running the water. We're going to, you know, be going around anyhow around the outside of the house. And so we're already there. So we kind of give a little bit of a price break because, it, you know, it's not like you're having to make a separate trip out there just to check yeah. a well or something like that and, and a sewer. But we're going to be looking for any kind of sewer-related issues for those houses out in the country that, that aren't a septic system. Uh, and there's different – there's basically three types of uh, septics. Uh, if if you're familiar with those, the, what I what I think of is like your conventional, the ones with the lateral lines, the mm-hmm. leach field, and all that more traditional, you know, kind of old school, if you will. And then, and so we 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 can check those to the best of our ability uh, on that. Now, again, keep in mind every most everything's buried there, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit limited what you can actually check, but. But there's also one called a lagoon. If you're familiar with that type, yes. that's basically like a that's basically like a shallow pond that mm-hmm. that all the sewage and everything is going out, dumping out into a shallow uh, pond. But there are certain things we look for on even lagoons. Uh, you know, you don't want a lot of uh, shrubbery or uh, trees and stuff like that growing all around because it will affect how well the the lagoon works. Uh, uh, then there's the, then there's another one that's called aerobic. Uh, it has like a little air pump that blows air down into the tank, mm-hmm. kind of helps things churn and break up and all that. And then typically the the uh, aerobic one it gets rid of the uh, what's called effluent, the the liquid, because uh, all the solids tend to sink to the bottom and then the liquid goes over and it'll usually go through what's called a chlorinator. Uh, so it runs through this chlorine bleach type uh, uh, compartment that uh, disinfects the water. And then then that water will get typically uh, go out to like a sprinkler system. And there'll be like two or three sprinkler heads usually that will blow water on top of the surface of the ground. And then from there, it just kind of evaporates. And, they, and that can it can pump out and go into like a, a drip irrigation type system, but usually aerobics will have a sprinkler system. So we we, we can check all those if we if that's present, and then we're going to check the well as well, looking for kind of any issues there. There are requirements on wellheads; uh, they like for them to be a minimum of six inches above the ground, for example. Uh, that way, uh, if you get one of those big heavy rains, groundwater doesn't flow over down over the top of the wellhead and down down into the well water, and uh, contaminate the well water. So that's one reason they like for it to be at least six inches tall. For example, uh, we also check the pressure tank and make sure it's working right as well. But yeah. well, there's a lot of things we can do. It's kind of beyond a normal home inspection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to have your contact information in the show notes, but if you would go ahead and just uh, mention how people can reach out to you or find you online. Well, sure. Uh, it's it's pretty simple. Our website is uh, is the letter A, the number one, inspections with S, okay for Oklahoma dot com a one inspections okay dot com and my email is is almost the same sometimes i get them mixed up with each other but it's just the the email is 
A1 inspections okay at gmail.com. So, uh, and it, either one of those would be fine. I'd be glad to answer any questions uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, the website does have a lot of info uh, on there, or at least I think a, a fair amount. We have pricing so people can, if you're shopping around, it, you know, there, we try to keep our pricing real straightforward. Um, and that's one thing, if you do start looking around at a home inspector and you're thinking about booking, you may want to ask, especially if you have a bigger home that has multiple water heaters or multiple furnaces and things like that. Some home inspectors charge extra for all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And we just try to, we just try to keep our pricing pretty, pretty straightforward. Hey, you know, it's a, it's a 4,000 square foot house. This is the price, you know, kind of a thing like that. And whereas, uh, some some home inspectors will charge you extra. Oh, there's a fireplace in the house. We charge extra <laughs> for fireplaces. Oh, it's a two-story house. We charge extra for two-story houses. Oh, there's two water heaters, one upstairs and one mm-hmm. downstairs. We charge extra for, for that. You know, so <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, uh, and that might be one thing to think about. You know, whenever you're you're uh, trying to schedule a home inspection with a home inspector. You know. Uh, uh, Cheaper is not always cheaper. You know, I've had people call me, oh, you know, uh, kind of like what we're talking about earlier with the referrals and stuff like that. I, I was told you're really good and you're really thorough and all that, and, and, and I give them a price. And then they'll call me back later. Oh, I found somebody else that will do it for $5 cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll book it with them. Then I don't care at this point, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I yeah. hate to be mean like that, but you know, there are some home inspectors that just aren't nearly as thorough. And and so, if you want to save the five dollars and take that risk, then but they almost always go ahead and just book with me because of the reputation and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, I want to thank you for being on the show and sharing about what you do and about yourself. And I appreciate you also sharing about your Christian faith and, uh, uh, just really appreciate it. And, uh, so I always, I always enjoy talking to a Christian brother. So, uh, ancestor, of course, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something we need to think about. Uh, uh, can I leave you with another verse? Absolutely. This is a verse I memorized years ago, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, and it's kind of similar to the golden rule kind of idea, but it says, therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. And so that's the verse, uh, again, I try to live my life by. Again, I'm not perfect, not, not trying to say I'm not, you know, I'm not sinless or anything like that, but but I try to live a life and run my business in a way that I feel glorifies God. Uh, ultimately, I know as a Christian, one day we'll all stand before our maker. And I don't want to look back and say, oh, you know, I was shady over here. Or I, w- I did this in a way that was not honoring to you. So I try to, I try to live by that. But again, not perfect by any means, but. Yeah, but I think we need to realize, I mean, as Christians, I mean, like even realtors, we have a code of ethics, but as a Christian, you have a different standard that you are to live by. And uh, I appreciate you sharing about that. That's right. Yeah, 
I, I think you know. Uh, I actually got my real estate license uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really do anything hardy as a realtor. Uh, I have listed and sold one property. Our, our church was going to sell off uh, a couple acres, and they asked me to list it and sell it. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that, but I'll get with my broker, and we did it. So <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, I don't I don't do anything. Although even I have my license and and all, but. But yeah, uh, you know, when I was taking the class, though, you know, the first several days of the class for the real estate, uh, you know, they're talking about, you know, don't do this and don't do that. And, you know, treat basically it was a lot of what I think, think of, you know, just ethical stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I kind of raised my hand at one point and I said, and the teacher's like, yeah, Joe. And I'm like, so you, I, could we kind of summarize everything we've talked about for the last three or four days is basically do, do the right thing. He goes, yeah. you got it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like, you know, you got to, uh, well, if the word right word is codify, but you know, you put it in the code, so to speak, you know, code of ethics and all right. that, that, you know, Hey, treat people right. You know, <laughs> you know, the, uh, yeah. So, you know, don't, don't steal other people's clients and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, yeah. Joe, I, I really do appreciate you being here. And um, for those listening, I highly recommend that you call Joe and I will have the information in the show notes as well. Joe, thank you. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Joe. He He's really a great guy. And again, he's with A1 Inspections. He's actually the owner of that. And his phone number is 405-626-0132. And his information is in the show notes. Now, you may or may not be surprised that Oklahoma City actually has some of the highest average home insurance costs in the country. Now, Bankrate.com has put together a list of some of the cheapest options for home insurance And some of those include USAA, Allstate, AAA, Farmers, and Travelers. I have a link to their full list on the show notes. All right, now let's talk about some things to do this weekend. The Bricktown Reggae Fest 2023 is this weekend. And if you get there before 7, it's actually free admission. So there's going to be a lot of fun things to do in Bricktown this weekend. Go check out the Reggae Festival. Also, I wanted to let you know that Edmund and UConn both They have concerts in the park throughout the summer and have links to both of them in the show notes as well. Now, again, my name is Tim Dumas. I'm a realtor with eXp Realty. If there's anything in the world I can do for you regarding buying or selling a home, please reach out to me, 405-352-8186. And as we end today, I want to share a quote with you from Dale Carnegie. He says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, Do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. That's something to think about. Thank you again for joining me for this episode. Have a great day and God bless.